This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. We are about halfway through the high school football season, and teams are getting ready to make their push toward a playoff. One program that people in our community are following are the Garfield Bulldogs. And with me today to talk about his team and part of his philosophy for the overall development of his players is Garfield head football coach Reggie Witherspoon, Jr., commonly referred to as Coach Spoon. <laughs> good morning, Coach. Good morning, Chris. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing well. I can't complain. It's a blessing to be alive, so I'm taking advantage of this day. I know that's right. Um, Reggie, I know people usually want to talk about uh, talk to you about wins and losses on the football field, uh, but I really want to talk about wins and losses uh, as it relates to real-life lessons for you and your players. You know, before we get into this uh, a little deeper, I would like to say um, that, you know, you all, I mean, your team to date, have had a pretty uh, inspiring football season, to say the least. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, we've been uh, we've been at this thing for the last three years. Uh, when I first took on this job, uh, I knew it would be a challenge to myself to really build this program um, from where it was, which was uh, um, at a really high level. Um, Coach Joey Thomas set the tone, and I pretty much just, just took it from there. And so we built on that. And ever since it's been a great success to kind of see the same faces from three years ago um, really mature and um, really educate themselves on, on what a, a football player really is and, and needs to be to be great. So it's been, it's been a great journey so far. Right. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about your philosophy as a coach and some of the things you're trying to instill in your players because you just pointed this out. You know, I think there has been – uh, at this point, we can say there's been a significant culture shift as it relates to Garfield football, both on and off the field. Um, and that is something that gained a lot of traction, like you said, under Coach Joey Thomas, but something that you and your coaching staff have, you know, from the outside looking in, of course, but uh, you and your coach staff have done a great job in growing, expanding, and developing uh, these young men in your own way since you took over the program. But can you kind of talk about that philosophy that you've really tried to instill in these young men? Absolutely, and you hit the nail on the head, development. Uh, when I took on this job, the very first thing that I really um, spoke highly on and, and had a high regard for is player development. Um, and player development for us is not just football, IQ, not skill set, nah, nothing to do with scheme, all personality, all character, integrity, all different intangibles that we can understand that will help them um, off the football field, you know, we we have a saying on our on our team, and I'm always challenging my guys that 
do something now that your future self will thank you for. And your future self, right, that's the unknown. But if you lay that foundation of a young man um, that has all of these different values and different characteristics that uh, will allow you to be successful and that will allow you to overcome adversity, you have the tools and the intangibles on how to do so by way of football, by way of how we coach these guys and how we teach these young men. And we love on them. We love on them. We, um, we, are, we constantly preach that we are a family. Um, and that's the kind of dynamic that I, I, um, I, I painted that picture for our team is, is that our, our family. And, and it's been amazing to see being built on and off the field. Um, when my players see me in the building, you know, it's all smiles. It's, it's, it's a good feeling. You know, you know when a player uh, enjoys being around you because it's all smiles, it's all laughter, um, sense of humor. You know, we, we, you got to have a sense of humor <laughs> on, our, on our team. Otherwise, you, you know, you get a little lost. But, no, mm-hmm. you have fun the right way, and, it, and it's amazing. Right. Now, uh, let's, let's, shift gears, let's, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about um, things on the field. And let's start with talking about the Metro League as a whole because, this is a tough league to compete in. You know, people talk about some of the perennial powers in the league, but there is a lot of talent and a lot of good players in Seattle's Metro League. And if you don't come prepared to play and execute a game plan, regardless of who you are in the Metro League, you could get your feelings hurt. Absolutely. We call um, the SEC of, of I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, no, we, we, we call it the SEC of, of, of uh, Washington football, uh, the meaning it's a gauntlet. You know, like you, like you said, each week uh, teams who have either had championship experience, several championships, trophies in their, in their free room, and you've got teams who either saying that um, the leadership – Throughout this league, you know, it starts with O'Day. They've been around the longest in terms of the head coach. And so um, for us to really play at a high level, we had to come together um, and really figure out who we are and what it's going to take for us to compete and eventually get a win over over these big schools. And so we're right where we need to be. Um, The experience for us is finally there. Um, The mental uh, is finally there. You know, we're just excited to get ready for this um, second half uh, run that, that we got coming up upon us in the next couple of weeks. Right. Now, look, with that being said, let's talk about these full-grown bulldogs over here on 23rd and Jefferson or 23rd and Cherry for those who might use that as a reference point. You know, people used to uh, try and refer to, uh, you know, some of the bulldogs as, as the young pups. Um, but I think at this point you, you've got some full group full-grown dogs over there. And so with that being said, you know, what is it about this team that drives you to stay up late at night? And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean that in a good way because you're up late at night because you're excited about this team or excited about some different things that you uh, see that they're able to do and the potential. Absolutely. You know what? The, for me, it's, it's the, the fearlessness. This team fears absolutely nothing or no one on the football field such a tight-knit group of young men on and off the field that they have a championship pedigree right in front of their eyes. Um, I love the fact that they are always willing to learn, listen. Um, They are always giving everything they possibly have to the game. 
to enhance durability on the field. Uh, I was I was leaving the office yesterday and practice having over an hour and a half prior to uh, me leaving, and I'm walking in the locker room and I see my linebacking core on the board going over and reviewing things. Everybody had already left. Seven guys in there being led by Michael Montgomery. Um, he's been he's been a player coach. And so to see that from a head coach's lens, it's amazing because it tells me, A, these guys really are bought in, and then B, second to that, is they understand what it's going to take to win, and they're always wanting to get better. So those are the things that really keep me up, that keep that excites me about these young men, is that the maturity level shows that, Coach, we're bought in, we're going to do whatever it takes, we're going to study film, we're going to study our opponent. This isn't just football for us. This is bigger than that. And so they've shown that thus far. Right. Now, Reggie, one of the things that um, kind of has separated um, some of the uh, other schools with some of the, um, you know, good football programs in the area for some of the inner city schools, you know, has been that um, support from the community in, in so many different ways. That support is a broad statement, whether they're, they're fundraising or they're attending the games or, you know, doing things to support the program. Um, but with that being said, you know, why should the community um, be excited about this team and the pathway that's being laid out for the uh, Bulldog football program? I love I think for us because of how we did it. We uh, trusted the process. We allowed, We did not allow adversity to um, get us off track, you know, from the first time I took this job. Um, we came in, and, and it's like because Garford hadn't gone to a state championship in years or hadn't made it such a long state championship push, sometimes the community tends to write you off and you kind of become what they assume you're going to be based off of what you've done in the past. And so for us, we're trying to change that narrative and really change the perspective of our community get behind us, rally behind us, and know that uh, we are under something special. And I truly believe that we are. Uh, we've done it the right way. Our kids have committed themselves so much to our success, and their commitment alone and their sacrifice alone for me is what really puts us and separates us from um, the narrative that some may create um, for our football program. You know, And so we're going to continue just to keep doing the things we're supposed to do um, to make ourselves better and our, our team model is to win the week. You know, we don't focus so much on winning the day. We, also, we understand that to win the game, you have to have won the week during football practice, what you do, the preparation you do outside of Friday nights. And so we want to win the week, which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, walk through, and then Friday. Uh, what we do leading into Friday will allow us to win that game that day. So uh, we're excited about this journey. We're excited about the community. I look up and there's more and more fans in the stands, which is a good thing. You know, um, momentum definitely is shifting, and we want to just keep this thing going. Right. Now, Reggie, we're coming down the stretch of the season, uh, and everything will start to play out in terms of, you know, who's going to the playoffs, what seeds you'll have, you know, all those things that, you know, will get taken care of in the next few weeks. Uh, and it appears that the schedulers um, save the best for last because that um, – Everyone at the top of the Metro League food, food chain will see each other over the, over the course of the last four weeks of the regular season. So this is a, definitely an exciting time for players, students, and fans. But this really is a chance for exceptional players to shine and for some players to surprise everyone with, with breakout games. You know, 
how exciting is this portion of the season for you as a coach, um, knowing, you know, all that's at stake and knowing that, you know, from from game to game and week to week, you don't necessarily know, you know, who's going to be that standout, but there's certainly going to, you certainly hope um, that it's going to be uh, somebody wearing the, the, the purple and white um, and that you guys just continue to grow and advance as a team. Oh, no, absolutely. No, we're really excited about it because we, we get it. We get a chance to be challenged, and and we're gonna get challenged three weeks in a row, and it's it kind of goes parallel to what we've been teaching all year long that we feel we were the best football team in the state of Washington, and the only team that can beat us is us when we don't execute, or if we're not as healthy as we need to be, things of that nature that come along with the sport. But we know that we can control the things we can control, and by doing so. Um, we embrace this process. We embrace this next couple few weeks of, of really um, high-level playing football. Um, you, like you alluded to a second ago, is next few games for everyone is going to be it's, it's the toughest team in the Metro. And this is what we work so hard for is to prove not only to everyone but to ourselves more than anything. Because it starts with us. I get our kids to be confident in what we can do. Um, the sky's the limit. And for me, that was why I scheduled week one. Um, not to not to go backwards, but that week one game against the number one team in the state for us was a confidence. Sure, it was a psychological test um, to see who we are, to see how we fight, because um, then that was going to kind of help um, dictate who we are as a team. And for me, it would then kind of help me figure out what steps I need to take as a head coach. Got to go based off of how we perform week one. And when I saw our performance week one, I said, fellas, we're in the right direction. We're going to be just fine. And it's been that way ever since. Um, and, you know, we're excited about this last second-half push against these teams, and I cannot wait. All right. Now, Reggie, I've deliberately stayed away from talking about uh, individual players and your guys' record if, if, uh, uh, this morning. If people want to find out more about your guys' record and, and, uh, and the individual players, they're more than welcome to do all research. They can go to seattlemedium.com and, and look in the high school sports section, and you can see the coverage of the Garfield Bulldogs this year, and you can get more information about individual players and, and the team's overall record. But I've stayed away from that for good reason, mainly because I'm still waiting for you to hand me a varsity jersey. No, seriously, I'm just yeah. trying to look about that. <laughs> but, but really because you guys have a lot of, uh, of good and great players on your squad. I think it's probably best to celebrate them as a team this morning because I know that's how you win games this day, uh, these days. But uh, as we conclude the conversation this morning, can you talk about the collective drive? You kind of alluded to this earlier, but can you talk about the collective drive and commitment of your players as, as a team uh, and what makes you most proud uh, to be the coach of the 2022 Garfield Bulldog football team? Yeah, it's a great question. I think for me, it's really, it starts with me. You know, I ask these guys to just trust my leadership. I'm always giving these guys real-life scenarios, real-time um, things that happen. Instead of me um, kind of sliding to the wayside, we, we immediately gravitate to it and talk about it. Uh, I get what Coach is talking about. Oh, Coach made that. I, it makes sense now. So that's part of the buy-in. And then now we're pretty much tapping into their confidence, which now I get it because Coach said this is going to happen if I do this, and now I'm actually doing it. And I've been noticing that across the board with our guys. And so for me, part of my job and a big part of my job is to pay attention to 
our players, pay attention to the situations we're in, the good, the bad, the ugly, you name it. Um, so that way I can be very transparent with our guys and get them, um, get them to, to, to know that the sky's the limit if you do X, Y, and Z. And they've been doing that thus far. Um, they're finally understanding that it takes a commitment, a sacrifice, a lot of hard work to get to this level. And I tell them all the time, when it's over, it's over. So what are you going to do in the meantime? And lastly, what is your why for doing it? And if you can't answer those two questions, um, the journey ahead is going to be a long, lengthy one. Um, and it's like you're going to be always searching for your why. Whereas if you know what it is, you'll play for a lot more every single Friday. And it's been showing all across the board from, from our young freshman guys to the, our seasoned seniors. And we want to just continue to build on that and continue for my leadership to kind of do um, the best I can to get these young men in line to say where they got to go. All right. Well, Coach, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. I want to wish you and your team uh, much continued success, um, not only for the rest of this season, but in the years to come as you continue to build uh, that uh, Garfield Bulldog uh, football program. Um, and I know that you guys have a game this weekend against Ballard, but also you've got some uh, pretty tough opponents coming up in the next few weeks. So I hope the community gets out uh, and supports you and your team uh, as you guys uh, close out. Uh, the rest of the 2022 season. Yes, sir. Chris, as always, man, I appreciate it.